0: Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesy of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Amber, and thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, to be still and be aware of God's presence. Here's a prayer for aid against attack. Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this day. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, thank you for your living word today. I pray that you would open my eyes and my heart to see, think, and understand all that you would have for me today. Leave me changed, aware and in awe of your holiness and your goodness. Amen. Today we're in Proverbs 29. He who is often reproved yet stiffens his neck will suddenly be broken beyond healing. When the righteous increase, the people rejoice, but when the wicked rule, the people groan. He who loves wisdom makes his father glad, but a companion of prostitutes squanders his wealth. By justice, a king builds up the land, but he who exacts gifts tears it down. A man who flatters his neighbor spreads a net for his feet. An evil man is ensnared in his transgression, but a righteous man sings and rejoices. A righteous man knows the rights of the poor. A wicked man does not understand such knowledge. Scoffers set a city aflame, but the wise turn away wrath. If a wise man has an argument with a fool, the fool only rages and laughs, and there is no quiet. Bloodthirsty men hate one who is blameless and seek the life of the upright. A fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. If a ruler listens to falsehood, all his officials will be wicked. The poor man and the oppressor meet together. The Lord gives light to the eyes of both. If a king faithfully judges the poor, his throne will be established forever. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. When the wicked increase, transgression increases, but the righteous will look upon their downfall. Discipline your son, and he will give you rest, he will give delight to your heart. Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. By mere words, a servant is not disciplined, for though he understands it, he will not respond. Do you see a man who is hasty in his words? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Whoever pampers his servant from childhood will in the end find him his heir. A man of wrath stirs up strife, and one given to anger causes much transgression. One's pride will bring him low but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. The partner of a thief hates his own life. He hears the curse but discloses nothing. The fear of a man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Many seek the face of a ruler, but it is from the Lord that a man gets justice. An unjust man is an abomination to the righteous, but one whose way is straight, Is an abomination to the wicked. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I love the practical nature of this book. Proverbs is all about wisdom, the ability to take biblical truth and apply it to life's realities. It constantly is contrasting the person who does this with the fool, the person who refuses to live by God's standards. It's super easy to focus on one verse at a time with this book. So that's what I'm going to do this morning. Verse 25. It says, "The fear of the man, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe." We're going to take some time to really break this down and let it speak to us. Isn't that so powerful that even one very small verse in the whole of scripture can speak, change, and set our lives on a different course? I love it. So right off the bat, we can easily read this and understand this verse is focusing on the fear of man over the trust of the Lord. Anybody else relate with this? All of us to some degree, and this is one area of sin I struggle with the most. Fear here in the Hebrew has some connotations that may hit home for you. It's described as trembling, anxiety, terror, and concern. Goodness, I've let this fear take hold of me so often when it comes to people. Counselor Ed Welch in his book, When People Are Big and God is Small, defines this type of fear saying, it includes being afraid of someone, but it extends to holding someone in awe, being controlled or mastered by people, worshiping other people, putting your trust in people or needing people. He tells us some of the reasons we fear people are because they can expose or humiliate us reject or despise us or threaten and attack us the common thread here is that the people and their power are then placed higher than god out of fear we then give other people the power and right to tell us what to think feel and do And because of our sin, we tend to seek the praise of people from a place of fear. We end up worshiping the very people we seek to be worshiped by. The beauty of this verse is that it gives us clear instruction and a clear warning of what this is going to produce in us. Death. It says it's a trap, a snare, a noose. Don't be like the fool, which is all of us, apart from the saving knowledge and faith in Jesus, don't be led away by the lies that remove God and His glory and power from our eyes and minds jeremiah seventeen five says "Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the lord and in isaiah fifty one twelve it says, i even I am he who comforts you. Who are you that you fear mere mortals?" human beings who are but grass. Then let's focus on the last part of this verse in Proverbs. It says, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Whoever has set their hope, their confidence, their trust, fearing nothing for themselves, the exact opposite of fool. When we put our trust here, the text says we are safe, inaccessible, out of harm's way, unattainable, completely protected. What hope? How I desire a life like that, secure, not fearful. I think Jeremiah writes what this kind of life looks like in chapter 17 of 7 and 8. It says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought for it does not cease to bear fruit Lord, thank you for your abundant, merciful, timely word. Thank you for the ability to confess and receive forgiveness for where I have let people and their thoughts of me become what I serve and live for instead of a right worship and fear of you. Thank you for freeing me from the exhaustion and hopelessness of serving out of this kind of fear. I pray my life would be a reflection of the trust and hope I have in Jesus the one who keeps me in perfect safety. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.